Get ready for the Squawking Eagles podcast. The show that covers only the Philadelphia Eagles. Think different. Think Squawking Eagles podcast. Hey, Birds fans, and welcome back to the Squawking Eagles podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm joined by again Miguel and Mark. How's it going, guys? The words. I mean, can we be any better? Oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> Feeling good after that uh, that Phillies win on the Friday, and uh, looking forward to another win by the Phillies to uh, come home and possibly win it in Philadelphia. Let's go. It's going to be. This is going to be some week in Philadelphia. We were just talking about how the Eagles play on Sunday, and then the Phillies got Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we got a, a short week for the Eagles on Thursday when they play the Texans. So look for that um, early podcast in the week, um, probably on Wednesday night. Uh, before we get started, follow us on Instagram at Squawking Eagles Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook now at Squawking Eagles Podcast. And on YouTube at Squawking Eagles Podcast, where we have our Madden simulations. And sooner or later, we'll have this uh, the video version of the podcast up and running when uh, we get our act together. Right, Mark? Trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget no the new Elon Musk no Twitter. Oh, gotta, that's right. What be- that's thinking? Uh, that's uh, at Squawking Eagles Podcast on Elon Musk's uh, Twitter. There you go. <laughs> All right, so before we get started, we're going to talk about, um, I guess we will talk about the trades that have happened uh, for the Eagles yeah. and the trade rumors, and we'll get into our uh, Steelers uh, analysis and uh, predictions. So, Mark, you want to go first on our trade talks that have happened, and you know, what do you think is happening? I mean, there's a decent amount of stuff happening around the league, but here for the Eagles, you know, we got, what was it, Quinn, right? Robert, Robert Quinn. Quinn. And then uh, I don't know who else saw a, a nice little move that Howie did was uh, snipped to the end of his deal, too. We agreed to some mutual terms. So we don't have him for two years. We have him this one year. It's a one and done. Uh, create up some cap space. Makes me think we have another move in the midst. Obviously, there's been a lot of rumors revolving around um, – the Saints, Alvin Kamara, uh, the Browns, Kareem Hunt, and uh, the Eagles. So interested to see how those plan out. I did hear or I read some follow-ups on that where, you know, that the Saints said they want their first-round pick back. And uh, Howie said, no. <laughs> like, That's good. I'm cool with that. I don't want to yeah. give up that pick, not for Kamara. Like, I understand he's a good player, but he's not. I don't know, man. I, I've said it before. Uh, running backs, to me, once they're past the age of like 24, it's not worth a first-round pick. Yeah. But they come out too often. I know there's a few stars out there that are like you know better than anyone else, but there's a lot of young talent coming out every year. I mean, Brees Hall just came out. Etienne came out last year, was hurt last year, doing great this year. Got you know, hurt like, again. Yeah, got hurt again. Like, <laughs> But you're seeing more and more of these kids come out of the NFL ready to go. Jonathan Taylor came out last year. Yeah, having a sophomore slump. But, I mean, what year have we had in the past decade we haven't had a running back come out of the draft? Right. Like, yeah, it just happened. So yeah. I don't want to see us trade anything heavy for it, but I've heard a lot of rumors there. Uh, another rumor, trade rumor, I'd like to discuss real quick. Um, I keep seeing Chase Claypool have his name thrown around. And that makes me wonder: Will he play tomorrow or play today? Hmm. I don't know. What, what, have you have you heard anything about that, Miguel? Uh, I did hear. I heard going to the Giants. Um, nice. Since they traded away, uh, uh, Carice, what's his name? Tony. Tony. Uh, Tony. Yeah. Tony. So they <laughs> traded the, him away. They were to trying the to Chiefs. pick up somebody else. Yeah, to the Chiefs, which I think that's going to boost the Chiefs up a lot, but. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to see. It was good. It was, it it, it was funny because uh, the night that uh, we made the trade for Quinn, I started thinking about what running backs we can get, and then the Kamara rumors came out, and I was thinking Kamara at the same time. But I heard those were debunked. I heard that uh, how we put it out there that they're not they're not trying to go after him. They're asking way too much um, for him. But it's interesting to see 
to think about like what other running backs could be available to be moved. I think if we would have signed Kamara, if I had the money, I'd book my Super Bowl ticket for to to go because I think that would have just automatically put us in the Super Bowl if we would have picked up Kamara for sure. Well, that's what Howie likes to do. He likes those 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 deadline trades to pick up some like uh, you know guys that push you over the edge. That's what he did with uh, Jay Ajayi, you know, during the 2017 run. So. Does he get Kamara for a, a you know I think the, he, the I think he's fleeced the Saints already enough like I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't know if he can pull it off again and, and get something from get get something for nothing because yeah. if and if he does the Saints need to be like dis, dismantled like they can't like, yeah. how it's like how he's like how he's like minor league team just like I'll just take everything you have just give it to, <laughs> right. give me all of it. Give us Michael uh, Thomas. Give us Olave we'll and take, Kamara. Maybe. Yeah, we'll take Taysom, Taysom Hill. We'll take him too. He isn't. He isn't. You, you don't use him enough. We'll use him more. You know, it's it's just like it's ridiculous. If if the Eagles do pull this off, a magician. <laughs> Howie is a magician. I want to be him when I grow up. Uh, and so it's like you know. Now I'm just like watching Twitter. Like, okay, need deal? No deal? Yes. But then Kamara just came out and said that he's not going anywhere. And then he deleted the tweet. So I don't know. Yeah, what, you know, what's there to say about that? Yeah, it's there's a lot of you know when players get all into it. So I love when players decide to like tweet out about things. You know, whether it be trades or you know uh, events happening, free agent signings. Uh, even if it's not their team, I see. I love to see some players' reactions, uh, and then you kind of see them sometimes bite them. You know, bite their tongue. You know, like uh, Keenan Allen said that some players were going to get exposed from the Chiefs this year because of, because of uh, getting rid of Hill. Right. And I'm, I'm sure he's a little upset with himself for that tweet because, uh, I mean, granted, I personally still think the Chiefs don't look good. And they had a lot of bad games, and like they just their record looks better than I think it deserves to be. But right. overall, when it comes to just record, which is all the league really cares about, Keenan Allen was not correct, and the Chiefs are still on a roll and still <laughs> right. leading that division. Right. So, you know, and I mean, go back to uh, trading for Kareem Hunt. I think we talked about in previous podcasts that we're not interested in having Kareem Hunt's abilities and his off his off field uh, antics uh, in the in, evolved in our clubhouse. Yeah, um, we haven't forgotten about what he did. Uh, I still don't want him, even if it yeah. if it uh, assures us um, a backup, a good backup. Um, Running back in case uh, Miles goes down, but yeah, not not him. Anybody but him. Yeah, I would have um, been happy with Roquan Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I'm, Robert Quinn. He he played for the Rams a few years ago, and he had like 18 sacks last year. Yeah, he's he was a, a good he's player. A, he's a good player. You know, he's you know he's a rental player. Really, that's <laughs> that's all the Eagles are going to use him for. I or, see. That also, see a rumor that uh, uh, Broncos might be looking to off Bradley Chubb. Yeah, I heard, well. I heard Jerry Judy as well. I heard Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy as well. I've heard a lot about Jerry Judy to the Dolphins. I heard. Yeah. I heard to the Giants, but you know, I, uh, it could be interesting. I, the, the Broncos are, uh, you know, they're like my fantasy team—a huge dumpster fire. Like they are. <laughs> they oh, are. Like, wait, wait, Mike, wait, wait. It was a sweep this weekend in fantasy, Mike. <laughs> I scored 55 <laughs> points. Like, it was the most. The, the, what were you doing? Lopsided victory. Well, all my guys were in a bye week. Uh huh, sure. And I traded <laughs> half my guys, too, to get two guys. Uh huh. Yeah. And I, I finally dumped uh, dumped Jonathan Taylor. So that was a good thing. But yeah, this I'm week, sorry? Uh, I jumped Jonathan Taylor, jumped, j- dropped him. You, you jumped dropped him? him? No, or I traded him. him. Well, I traded him, but I dropped okay. him on somebody else's the worst team in the league. So, what did you get out of <laughs> that? AJ Brown, Jamal, and uh, Jalen Hurts, and Cam Akers, and uh, Jonathan uh, Oliver, yeah. Jonathan Oliver, something like that. So call, I, call I, I traded okay. over here. Wow, you I traded trade four guys for two guys. <laughs> I traded I traded Geno Smith, Jonathan Taylor, oh. uh, Hunter Renfro, and. Somebody else, somebody else, and I pretty much just got two guys out of it because Kim Akers may not play for the rest of the season, and yeah. the other guys on IR. So I said, "Oh, that's, that's it was fair. I thought it was fair." You know, at the beginning of the season, I said, "All right, I'm no Eagles, no Eagles." Now I have three Eagles on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna get all go in, go all in now. 
Don't you have the Dallas defense too, Mike? You have the uh, Dallas defense. No, I don't. My brother does. My brother oh, has Dallas D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So like. So I think if the Eagles can pull off, maybe you know they also did sign um Greg Ward too to the practice squad. Right. So I think they need to hit, bring him up, and he needs to, to do catch punts and, and get back there. I don't know if they need to have Covey out there anymore. He's scary to me. I'm starting to wonder uh, if San Francisco will let one of those running backs go now that they picked up Christian McCaffrey. If if Mulcher will come be, become available for cheap, or what's the other guy, the young boy? Um, can't remember his name right now. But I'm wondering if they wouldn't part with Yeah. I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I mean, how trustworthy is uh, McCaffrey to stay healthy? That's true, too. Very true. Very true. Uh, I'm just, well, you know, I'm, like I said, like the 49ers game, I watched it. It really didn't look that different than previous San Francisco games. I just didn't well, think they they're were. Still, they're still adding them into the, to the offensive mix. You know, yeah. it's going to take at least two to three weeks to officially get him in, in there. So, they, you know, they gave him something easy this week. And next, this week they'll probably uh, they'll probably give him some, some more some more stuff to handle. But I mean, uh, you still have Jimmy G throwing the ball, so exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you're going to be running flats and you know little dinks and dunk routes. So can I, can I? I saw something this week about this upcoming game for them. I, I forget what it is. It's a it's a broadcast like podcast kind of thing. I think it's on the NFL Network. I see commercials for it. And it makes me want to pull my hair out because I swear they're just like, I swear they sometimes sign people go, hey, you're going to talk about this. And they don't know what they're talking about at all. They're like, yeah, sure. For millions of dollars, I'll do it. (laughs) I saw them talking about the upcoming Niners Rams game. And they're like, one of the guys said, you know, this might be the number one rivalry in football. And someone else goes, I 100% believe it. That's it. And I'm like, what rivalry? They're both. (laughs) If I find, if I drive down to the worst parts of if I drive down to Kensington and I see two people there arguing o- over that trash bag they're going to use to cover the social in the rain, I don't consider that a rivalry. <laughs> and that's all the Rams and Niners are to me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to remember too like the Rams left with St. St. Louis for a long time. Nobody talked about rivalry then. No. So they win one Super Bowl, suddenly it's a rivalry? Yeah, they're trying yeah. to build up a, a rivalry because of, you know, they're in Los Angeles. And a lot of people don't go out to football games in Los Angeles. They're, they're just, they just don't. It's just. There, there's not a lot of football fans. Yeah. It's just the amount of people in the city that make them yeah. have the games. Yeah, and have, the warrant two teams is just ridiculous. They, they don't need to have two teams in Los Angeles. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think the Chargers need to move. Again. As much as I, I, I like Herbert and them, I th- I think they would do better in a city that I think the thing is though is that the players like that city, right. but I don't think there's the fan base. I feel like they would be more successful with a fan base elsewhere. But it is an easier draw to free agents. Be like, hey, you can live in L.A. If right. not, like personally, I'd be like, I'd rather not. I'd rather <laughs> right. live anywhere else. Right. Like, really, anywhere else and live in L.A. Yeah. I think I think it's more the NFL wants a team in LA just for the because it's LA, it's a, yeah. a high viewing yeah. area. You get the megastars when the big games come in. So, you know, I well, think the megastars are left though. Yeah, look, the WrestleMania is going to be there this year too. Yeah, they, yeah. it's a big draw. Yeah. All right. So, moving moving forward. We have our, back to the, the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> on the schedule this week. They're the Battle in. of PA. The Battle of PA should be pretty yeah. quick, pretty simple. Um, yeah, Eagles are coming lopsided. off a, lopsided, hopefully. Uh, the Eagles are coming off a, a bye week. Uh, it's going to be fun to see them all re- fresh and rested. Lane Johnson is going to be back in the lineup. Everyone is going to be ready to go. Uh I'm sure we'll see Robert Quinn in there on downs. Uh, you know, I was re- oh, reading yeah. about that. Robert Quinn, he was getting double teamed during the year. Yeah, High, highest right. double team up there. Top and three now, or four. now they have three people on the D, the D line that need to be double teamed. Who who's going to be blocking these guys? Like they, you, can, you can still only have eleven men on the team, men on the field, right? So that's how you what, get what, what, what are the Steelers going to line up? What are the Steelers going to do next to Cox? Next to uh, Jordan, 
next to Quinn. Six men cover the cover the last three, and Sweat just runs all day, eating Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Hey, he he. I don't think he knows what's in for him tonight. He's just going to be uh, Kenny runner. throws pick Pickett. He's two and seven. <laughs> Yeah, I, I said a pick party. It's gonna be a picket party. A picket, <laughs> a a picket six party. party. Is he is he even gonna start today? He's yeah, supposed he to, is. right? I know they said he's supposed to, but I mean, God, I, I mean, I honestly, I, 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 the whole season understood um, Tomlin's mental approach to not playing picket, and I think by giving into the, the, I think the ownership wanted to see him because of the fans. And I think you're ruining this kid's career. Right. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like when we had Hextall here at Philly and we were keeping Carter Hart out of the starting lineup. I think Carter Hart's a very good goalie, but I think he was raw. And I think Hextall was smart in keeping him out, getting him to, to learn, to train, and, and like get better. We forced him in. I think he, obviously he came in. He's done well for us, but I think he could have been better if we had followed the path that Hextall had set him on. I think Pickett might have had a better chance in the NFL if they had just let him spend a full year learning. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, granted, at the same time, I this is another thing I heard. You know, I know last week I mentioned, you know, I do listen to other podcasts and, you know, you're, you're, you got, I like to take information from everywhere, double down on it. And this nothing came from the herd I'd listen to is, you know, Pickett played what, five years at Pittsburgh already. Mm-hmm. You kind of know what you're going to get out of a five year quarterback. Like, right now when I watch Penn State, I know what I'm getting out of that quarterback. Nothing. Like, he, <laughs> he has a good play once in a while. He's had a drive here or there. But a drive here or there doesn't win championships. Right. Kenny Pickett had a drive here or there in Pittsburgh. I'm still shocked he went as early as he did in the draft. Right. I don't – like, I don't know, man. I Maybe you let him ride. Maybe you get some training. But you didn't. You, you, bit, you bit into the uh, – you gave into the uh, – Fans, you put him in. Uh, well, I think they, good. I think they, they, they kind of succumbed to the fact that they passed on Dan Marino coming out of pit, and they felt like, well, if they do this and did it again, then they be, they be damned forever. So they, they had to do it. They had to pull the trigger and getting Kenny Pickett and out of Painful. pit. Had to, had to. So he threw three picks to the Dolphins. He threw a pick to the Bills. He, um, he would have thrown a pick to the Buccaneers if he played more than like five plays. Um, how many picks we had this week? Well, uh, I say four. <laughs> four. I say four. Four. Say four. That would be nice. I'm feeling well, two. Is Kenny Pickett any better than than Cooper Rush? Arguably, yes. Okay, mm. so Cooper Rush threw three against the Eagles. So Cooper Rush also has much better receivers. Yeah, so he's gonna. Is, are they gonna? Are they gonna be passing the ball more, or are they gonna be running the ball with Najee Harris? What are they gonna do? Well, we. See I mean, how with that, that defensive goes. line, with that defensive line, how, how are they like, gonna run? I know. How are they gonna do it? Like, what's you know, yeah. what are you gonna do? There's no, there's no way. They they gotta force the ball into into Pickett's hands. That's why I'll I say that. four picks because they're gonna get they're gonna get down uh, early. They're gonna try to rally, and they're gonna have to pass the rest of the game. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I, post, I posted three key things that the Steelers have, the field, Eagles have to do against the Steelers, and one of them is to just neutralize the receivers, which they have. We have the top three uh, corners in, in, in football so between Bradbury and Slay, so that's easy. Done. Check. Mm-hmm. Control mm-hmm. the defensive line with uh, with the Eagles D line. Okay. Check. Check. And then the third one is is Jalen Hurts uh, manages the game uh, to perfection. I think he could do that against the this lowly Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Uh, who have they know, they're not you know they're they're missing T.J. Watt. They still have uh, Micah Fitzpatrick back there, but do they have do they really have anybody else that's worth like oh no, I can't you know, we can't can't have that guy control the game. I don't see that. I mean if if. If they were able to take away uh, Mika Parsons in, against Dallas, then the, the, then the, this safety has no no chance of making an impact in this game as well. I, agree. I did read there's a chance TJ Watt plays. Okay, well you know they treat him as if it's uh, Micah Parsons and we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, seriously. Right. 
Like I have, I have no worries about this this game. I feel like uh, these next two games coming up on the schedule should be very lopsided. I don't think we should have any fear in overlooking any of these teams at all, at all. Especially with the hype, what the Phillies are doing right now, man. Man, these, these the Eagles are breathing, off, living off of that energy. Sure. It's almost palpable. <laughs> is it <laughs> through the third quarter it'll be definitely palpable definitely what's great though is definitely. that we're gonna have the game day okay phillies tomorrow phillies tuesday phillies wednesday then we play in houston thursday yeah and if yeah. need be the phillies play in houston friday so right. we're having yeah. the it's almost like early in the season when we play the cardinals and they play the cardinals different cities at the time but, yeah, but the same names but this is following suit yeah, this is not a this is a usual occurrence where the same the team that's in the World Series is also playing the same team in the in this in the uh, that league in that other league. So football and baseball, the schedules have really uh, meshed well. They did a really good job on scheduling that. I don't know how that happened. But, coincidence. Uh, yeah, Definitely seriously. Coincidence. Yeah. I say like, I guarantee you they didn't expect the Phillies to be here, especially after how their season started. No, for yeah. sure they were dead in the water in June. And uh, yeah. for them to come back and play the way they're playing is is, rem- is remarkable. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's so it's a great time to be a Philadelphia fan for sure. It really is. It really is. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, my I went to bed. My kids went to bed yesterday at when the Eagle, Phillies were up five five, and uh, they woke. They went to bed, so they didn't know if the Phillies had won or not. And so I said, "Do you know who the won the game last night?" And they're like. Who who won the game? It's like Phillies. Oh, Mike, Mike, you're a great dad. You're a great yeah. dad because if it was me, I would have. As soon as the Phillies hit that home run, I would have ran into their room, woke them up. The Phillies won. The Phillies won. Yeah. Okay, go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Yeah. So I said, Phillies did. Uh, so they're 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 excited because I'm excited, but they can really care less. Uh, so this so this week, uh, Jalen Hurts. Fresh off of a bye. What do you think he's going to do? M- Miguel, you go first. <clears throat> oh, Jalen Hurts is going to be the game manager like he's like he's been so far this year. He's going to be he's going to take off with his legs when he needs to take off. He's going to, you know, read his uh, progressions like he's been reading his progressions. And he's just going to put us in great position. You know, he's taking care of the ball. He's only got, what, two picks. I don't yep. think he has any fumbles. Um, neither of the picks are... Uh... Neither of them are to him. They were, no. Yeah, they were tips. they were tipped. So I think Jalen Hurts is going to do tip. what Jalen Hurts has been doing the whole season, controlling the game, taking care of the ball, and just putting us in great positions to put bo- points on the board, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown. So I have really no qualms with with uh, with Hurts handling this this game today. Uh, yeah, his. Um, I was going to try to bring up Jalen Hirsch's stats this this week so far up to this day. Um, he's mm-hmm. he's he's doing the game. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's got a completion percentage of sixty six point eight, which we talked right. earlier in the previous podcast that we needed to see him have that up and high. He's already got fifteen hundred yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions, which like we said are not his uh, his fault. Um, Nine, his, his QB rating is 98.4. And again, he's got six rushing touchdowns and on 293 yards rushing. Like right. he's having a he's putting together quite a season uh, through week seven. So the yeah. second half of the season should if it looks anything like this, yeah, it could be an MVP season for him. Hey, and listen, that, with, that, you're talking about that percentage, and he's only throwing like of actual quarterbacks are being counted in this. You know, because there's obviously, if you look at the uh, like quarterback stats overall, it shows everyone who's ever thrown a pass. So if you've thrown one pass and completed it, you have 100% completion, you're top of the board. But right. of the ones that are actually quarterbacks, Geno Smith's currently up there leading, which is crazy to me, 72%. Matt Stafford, as if the Rams have been, 71%. I didn't even realize that. Bailey Zappi's a cool 70 uh, if you want to give him some credit, Joe Burrow's at 68. Kenny Pickett is at 68, which is, I guess, his only incompletions are picks. Um, <laughs> Matt Ryan's at 68, got benched. Tua's 67, Josh Allen 67, Pat Mahomes 66.9, Hurts 66.8. I think we're a good company. We're right above Aaron Rodgers too. Yeah. So, I mean, I it's, it's 
it's a weird feeling right now. You know, you look around the NFL and you're like, things don't, things aren't looking like they've been looking like the last two to three years. Like this league has really been flipped upside down. I really feel like it's been an odd year. If you just look around the league and see like what players that we're used to seeing doing great, like Aaron Rodgers, like, uh, you know, the Rams with Stafford and it's those teams are struggling right now. And it's, it's weird to see that because you would think that they would have that cohesiveness of last year, but you know, a lot of teams and that that's the great part about the NFL is like a lot of teams uh, move players around and every year they have a different look. And this year, I just feel like there's, there's, there's nothing in this, in this Eagles team's way to really make that run to the Super Bowl. I don't see anybody on the schedule or anybody in the, the in the whole conference that poses a serious threat, unless San Francisco gets it together, they probably be the only ones that really strike a little fear in my heart. Come playoff time, not now, but playoff time, especially if they make you know a couple more moves, which we still got what another week of the trade deadline. So it'll be interesting to see what other teams do to improve. No, the trade deadline oh. is Tuesday. Tuesday is it trade Tuesday? Well, yeah. four. All right, so mm-hmm. I mean, you still got Odell out there. Where's Odell gonna go? Giants, KC. Uh, Odell side, didn't he? Did he? I didn't hear. No, I heard that he wanted to go. He was interested in going to the Cowboys. I heard that. Yeah, I thought, well, maybe I missed. No, he, he hasn't signed yet. That's I, as of this recording, I don't think he has signed. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him sign anywhere. Oh, not bad. Um, it's kind of it's just kind of weird to see Tom doing so bad in, in Tampa Bay. They just got beat by Baltimore this week on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just this league has looked at, to me, it looks a little weird. But weird in in, in favor of the Eagles, and I'll take it. I'll take right. it for sure. Take it. Yeah, definitely take it if the Eagles are, you know, if the, by, this, when they, by the time they play the Packers, if they have, what, one, two, three, four, four more wins when they go over the Packers, it'll be 10-0 and 0 going into Lambeau. I think it's Lambeau. They play in Lambeau. That's going to be a game. Yeah, that's going to be a game because yeah, yeah. that's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that game. I'm waiting to see uh, um, Aaron Rodgers so, helmet down in the grass, just like what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see line. what I saw though. It's not that uh, my bad. Not that Odell had signed. Von Miller guarantees he's going to sign with the Bills. Uh, that's what I saw. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So. Well, that was something earlier in the year too. They didn't like Odell say, "Oh, I'm going to sign with the Bills earlier in the year too." I remember that. Yeah, I, that, that ha- I see a few different things saying he's going to. Uh, I, try, I was. We were talking earlier about uh, the Broncos selling their team off. Isn't it interesting that they had given him a two hundred forty-three million dollar contract for five years, Russell Wilson, and now because. He has that huge contract. They're going to start selling off their team. Are they going to have anything? So the reason why I bring that up is that Howie has recently talked about trying to extend Jalen Hurts at the end of the year. I want it done soon. Yeah. The, the problem with me is that does Jalen if Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl, if Jalen Hurts wins MVP, is he going to be getting that big of a contract? That's why I want to do it now before, before we reach that level. I'm a little concerned with that because <clears throat> if, if if anything you know sell, you know says you know to me is that like look Patrick Mahomes huge contract lost to all of his players right lost lost right. Tariq Hill lost uh, a couple of linemen like that's not good that's not good it's if you know look at uh, Dak Prescott huge contract loses a uh, number one receiver loses a couple of linemen uh, loses some defensive guys. That's that hurts your team. Yeah, I don't want to see that happen to the Eagles. Do you think Jalen Hurts would do a team-friendly deal to keep this team uh, together? What do you think? I hope so. Yeah. Right. I I feel like um, I think we. Brought, I don't know if you remember if we brought it up a couple weeks ago where we said that he has a, a team of all women as his uh, as his team. You know, his manager, his, you know, his uh, whatever. But I feel like Jalen Hurts is a team player. Uh, I, I feel like he'll he'll do what's best for the team just to keep him viable because he knows it's the players around him that keep him in the position that he's in right now. You know, what I mean, the how we built this team to be successful around Jalen. And 
I think that if Jalen Smart, like we all know that he is on the field and off the field, like you see him at the press conferences, this guy has the mentals to to be one of the greatest right now, right? And I think if he wants to reach that elite level, he has to know that, hey, I can't be selfish here. I can't, you know, get the $300,000 contract. I, we have to keep players here. Yes, the Eagles do have the highest second payroll right now to be able to pay. Um, and that's only going to expand at the end of the season because of, you know, the contract, the TV contracts and, you know, yeah. the, the start of the new year and all that stuff. So it's going to, it's, the money's going to be there for him. How much of it is he going to take and how much of it is going to hurt our team? It, it, I don't think Howie's going to put us in that position either. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Right. Here he made the mistake with Carson Wentz, and he paid for it. Right. The right. problem right. is, though, is that's where the quarterback, you know, market is right now. Like, right now, Jalen Hurts is the 40th in quarterback earnings. He makes his contract worth $6 million in total, putting him below the likes of Tyrod Taylor, Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, Mariota, Justin Fields, Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, all making – considerably more like some of these guys are making 20 30 million dollars to his six but the current market look at the most recent signings okay so uh, a few years back you had aaron Rodgers re-sign 150 million early a year ago matt stafford 160 million dak prescott 160 deshaun watson with all he's been there 230 million kyler murray 230 russell wilson 240 josh allen 258 pat mahomes 450 million dollars I don't want to see him. Like, don't get me wrong. I want Hurts to make money. I mean, sure. he's clearly proven that he's a quarterback. He's leading the team. He's working with the guys. You know, keep in mind though, only at 11th since Carson Wentz at 128 million. So if, if that was a mistake and we don't want to repeat it, I don't think we have a choice. Like the market, you can't pay him below the top 10. It's just not going to be, especially if he wins the Super Bowl. It's just not going to be accepted. There's no way. Um, I think we're looking at. I'd like to see more of a structure like Mahomes, you know, where it's like a longer term if we're going to pay him more. So it kind of breaks it out easier. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at these numbers right now. Like, I mean, just looking at Dak right now, where, you know, he got 40 million a year, 66 million sign on, you know, whereas, you know, some of the bigger players like Mahomes is getting about the same a year, only got a $10 million sign on, you know, and there's, you know, some guarantees here and there, different players. Um, I like to see a structured contract. I think, you know, give him a four or five year deal. I'd like to see probably between 180 and 200 if he's willing to. I don't want to see it crack 220, uh, if, you know, even if it's going to be longer. But I have a feeling we can't avoid those numbers. Uh, I think the market, so you got to think that also this year at the end of the season. Now, granted, it's hurt him, but I mean, Herbert's up for a contract extension and he was looking for some big numbers. Um, you know, like they're talking like every time I hear people talk about it, I'm talking to all the different quarterbacks who are up for a contract this year. You know, so you got some of these young guys, you know, you've got um a few others like you know, like yeah, we technically don't need design hurts, but we we should, obviously. But I mean, you got a few of these other guys out there who are gonna be looking for the same things. Like, you know, Tua's gonna be looking for a contract. Baker and Sam are like out of the league, but they might be. Daniel Jones is looking to have a big year, so like we're going to see a lot of quarterbacks getting money this year. And I think that's going to determine where we have to sign Hurts, especially if we win the Super Bowl. And you're going to take quarterbacks who haven't won the Super Bowl and give them 180, 200 million. Right. What that's, do you give the Super Bowl winner? That's my problem. Like back in the day, you had to earn that. You had to win multiple Super Bowls and, and, and multiple Pro Bowls to get that huge contract. Like Troy Aikman didn't get his big contract until way after he had won Super Bowls. Now it's it's reverse. It's reverse. It's you get your money now because before you have done anything, and then you don't do anything after that. You don't because you, you there's no money to spend on anybody else around the team. So it's like they're handcuff they're handcuffing themselves. Tom Brady is a perfect example. He 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 did win Super Bowls and he did take less money and they built a teams around him, and now it doesn't look so great for him now, but. He he did take less money to to win. I mean, he's to, still twenty ninth in the league pay wise. I know, like he's never been like a top ten paid quarterback, and he's never. one of the most successful quarterbacks in history. So I take that hope, as an example. That's I hope Hertz is like, hey, I want to live that life. I want to see. I want my hands to be weighted down by Super Bowl rings. Yeah, well, you take less money. They do that. I mean, 
I guarantee, and not only that, you got to consider like the other thing he had to think of, which is obviously brilliant. I guarantee you, Brady made more money in all of his, you know, advertising campaigns and such yeah. than he ever did in the NFL. So it doesn't matter. I mean, if That's... you sign hundred million dollar, you know, contract, two hundred million dollar contract advertising, what does it matter what you get paid there? Like, build the team, have fun. I'd like to see yeah. that in Hurts, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Time, time will tell. I I agree, and then, you know, we all we have to see where. At the end of the season, he lines up in the stat line, right? We got to see where he finishes in the stat line to be able to say, okay, he's projected to be this type of quarterback. We can pay him this type of money, right? I would like to see most of that money up front, so that relieves us of you know some cap room, you know, going down the road as we as we move forward. But uh, I, I just think that that hurts isn't isn't going to be. I think he's got a team around him that's smarter than than we think that. You know, we, they should be. You know, right? Uh, we can only like, hope he, that. like Mark said, like the uh, what happened? We can only hope that. We can only hope that yeah. they are like that. But like Mark said, you're gonna make hey, if you put yourself in a winning position and build that team and consistently win, those advertisements are gonna be throwing money at at you. You know what I mean? So you're gonna make double what you make playing on the field outside. You know, I just don't want him to get caught up like. Baker Mayfield's got caught up making these fucking commercials living in the stadium and you know what I mean like there's just too many commercials out there these state farm commercials with with Patrick Mahomes and stuff like that and, and Andy Reid now and Andy Reid is in the in, in the oh, like, commercial like with that him. that was funny that, that, that was when funny. I first saw it it was it was hilarious I'm like Andy Reid's in the commercial now it's yeah. hilarious yeah that's but a good one that money's going to come with success money comes you know what I mean so if, yeah, I mean, like I said I want him to get his money but I'm hoping he's smart. Like I would, I would be completely fine if we were like, "Hey, here's a bonus check out the ass. Sign like right. a decently, you know, enjoyable deal by the rest of your team, and keep our players." Because you got the other thing you got to think and look around at all the other players. I mean, I didn't even look at what else we have signed. Like, is, is granted, you know how I just feel about running backs, but Sanders has to be towards the end of his contract. Well, this is his year. This is his contract. He's got what, yeah. one more year on Smith's contract. Yeah, well, a couple more years on Smith, well, I think. And I think this two more is, years. Yeah, and this is this is Miles Sanders' uh, last year of his rookie deal. So, and then you know, like you said earlier, like last time we were talking, Kaiser White's on a one-year deal. Right. I'm There's a lot of free wrong. agents. I like seeing what we got in Nicobe Dean, but I mean, I'm not against keeping Kaiser. I mean, he was the leading tackler for our team last year. You know, yeah. he's doing pretty damn well for us now. I'm okay with keeping him. That's right. gonna cost some money. You know? I think I but, think the I think Eagles have twenty two free agents coming up at the end of this yeah. year. Our secondary: CJ uh, Burberry, yeah, Kaiser, yeah. Cox. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to try for Cox, though. To be honest, I think we probably not. Pretty much agree to let him go, which sucks. But yeah, yeah, too expensive. Yeah. Too old. Yeah, he will be. And we got Jordan Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be an uh, interesting uh, transition. And you know, granted, Cox, you know Fletcher Cox could take a, a smaller deal too. You know, he's a veteran. And does he want to go to a team that's just building up, just kind of getting over the hump, or does he want to stay with a winner, with a Super Bowl winner here? So who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we have a. I'm looking at it right now. Our our numbers. Yes, yeah, so I think it's 22 players are free agency end of this Marcus year. Marcus Epps, Edwards, Sanders, Pascal, Boston Scott, Gardner Johnson, Dillard, Kaiser White, Sam Malu, Bradbury, Hargraves. Yeah, I think I think Dillard will be traded by by Tuesday. I think he, they're gonna he, they're gonna put him in a deal and get him out of here. Do we Dude's resign a, Bradbury? I mean, he's been a not top cornerback. There's there, there's old. no question. I don't I, I don't want them to go out and, and draft a corner out of college. I think they need to keep Bradbury right here. I think you keep Bradbury. You give him like a two to three year deal, and you draft a cornerback to learn behind him. Could do that, yeah, like in the third round or something like that. I I would even say, like, hey, look, if that thirty-second round pick, you know what I mean, that that first round thirty-second pick, like, if there's a a DB there, I say take him. Well, that's that's definitely going to be interesting. How how he's going to pull this off and how he's going to get who he's going to resign. Like, does he sign Gardner Johnson? Does he keep him or does he let him go? It's going to be interesting. I I mean, we got Joey Porter Jr. at Penn State. I would have no issue seeing him come to us if he's somehow still there at the 32nd round. Right. 
this is that's yeah. th- this this material is definitely going to be good for a future podcast on yes. the draft and preview. So, um, yep. let's Games talk. On hand. Let's talk about um, if what our what our predictions are for this uh, game against the Steelers. Do you want to go first, Miguel? Uh, sure. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a lopsided victory. Uh, I see a I'm gonna say thirty-two to. 13. Wow. That is lopsided. That is lopsided. And that's being generous. I really don't see them scoring 13 points, but... So so who's who's running wild? Is AJ AJ Brown running wild? Is Devontae? Jalen Hurts? What's going on? I think think it's a Devontae Goddard type game. Good. That's funny. Because I'm thinking... In my head, since the start of this podcast, I've been saying... Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts gonna bag three today. Two in the air, one on the ground. We're going one to Brown, and I think maybe one to Goddard. Um, so interesting. You were saying Devonte. I'm okay with any of them, but I feel like we're getting two in the air. We're getting that one Hurts scrambled in where it's, I think it's gonna be one of those plays where you know everything goes to the left and the field just open, and we're talking about like from the five yard line. He's just kind of kind of walk in like touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking we get one more on the ground too. I'm seeing a run in, uh, whether it be Sanders or uh, you know Scott. Scott, you know. But I'm thinking we get one there. I'm thinking like 28, and 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 I say 28, even though it could be more, because I'm just like I've started to really look more and more. Like this is just how we're doing it. We're just scoring our points, and then once we're up, we kind of take the foot off the gas. I'm not a big fan of the style, but it's working. I don't think we change this week. I think we put up 28, and while I do think the Steelers have a decent defense, especially if Watts there, I know Mink is going to try to cause some problems. I'm thinking we call. I think we get a pick. I don't know if they are going to do much. I'm going to give them 10. 10. But I just because I feel like we're going to make a silly play. Uh, <laughs> I also could see us be. I could. I, the only time I see us score more than 28 is if Kenny Pickett throws a pick that ends up being a pick six. But I'm also calling Kenny Pickett throws two picks today. I mean, the you're line you're is at calling 10. two picks. Two I'm picks calling two Kenny. picks. Write it down. <laughs> Chisel it in stone. Two I, in the air. Two, I, say, I say four. I say four. We're ten and a half point favorites. Like, this is ridiculous. Ten is right. It's gone up. You yeah, say four. I, Mark says two. I'm trying to right. keep it where I think we're going to play them. I would love to see four picks. I'd be wrong. I'm just like, I see. I, I feel like maybe. Uh, I feel like maybe one goes to Slay. I feel like maybe Slay snags one, and I feel like maybe a linebacker. I'm thinking like Edwards yeah. or White's going to end up with like a tip ball from the line of scrimmage. Maybe uh, Davis gets his big ass paw up there, and Kenny Pickett <laughs> doesn't see anything and that, tips up. And that, that's what I'm thinking too. Is like uh, Pickett's going to feel that pressure from this new D line that's put together, and they are. He's going to. He's going to get a lot of tip balls. So I see a lot of the the linebackers getting, you know, their fingers or hands on that ball and taking that back. So RD line's going to say, no, it's going to be, it's going to be a picket party. I'm telling you, picket party. We'll see. I like it. uh, I think uh, our D line is going to just swallow up anybody coming out of the backfield. No one's going to be able to run at all on this D. Under over on sacks? Under over on sacks? Over on sacks. There's going to be at Mm. least. Five sacks over over say, over five four. over five. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking four myself. Oh, yeah. Only because I'm thinking right now. Only, and the only reason I'm saying four is I feel like I don't want to. Like the reason all of my numbers are where they are is is I'm not just considering the teams though. I'm looking at Tomlin. He is not dumb. He knows who's up against. I think he knows what he has. I think he's in the ear of Pickett all week. Like fast, get the ball, throw it. I don't care if it's in the dirt. Just throw the ball. Like, get it right. out of your hands right now. Because if you don't, you're going to go down, and we don't want you getting hurt. Right. So, yeah. Listen. you know, over-under <laughs> on Mitch Trubisky coming in by the second half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, this team This team has had two weeks to look at the Steelers, man. I'm sure Sirianni knows what, what their weaknesses are, what their strengths are, what they like to do, what they don't like to do. You know what I mean? So, we have time. We've had time to study them. So... There should be no excuse for this team to come out prepared and and amped up to put this team away early just so we can turn our attention to the short game this week. You know, we turn around and play on Thursday night. So 
Thankfully, of all the people to have a short week against, it's the Texans. So, like, I literally can't thank the NFL scheduling gods enough for the schedule (laughs) we've been gifted this year. Uh, Can I also just think of schedule? I just want to throw in one key thing. Yeah. We talked last week about how Denver has played in four of six primetime games. And they're going again. Technically speaking, this morning, that's a primetime game. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, for another country. Right. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 Mark, Mark. If you if you listen if you listen very carefully, you can hear Russell Wilson doing knee highs right now. <laughs> Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride, Let's ride to the bank. Broncos country. No, this is England. Yeah, yeah. Now Germany. Aren't they in Germany? They're in Germany. Are they? Yeah, it's Germany. Oh, okay. that I thought, oh maybe nope. my bad. I thought they were in London today. No, nope. it's just. Oh, you're right. It's uh, Russell Wilson. Like his his commercials have been odd too. Like his Bro, like the, 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 the with the, the creepy, blindfold like, one, the blindfold and like and like eating the sandwiches and like kind of talking to you. I'm like, it's not great. Like, the, I I guess uh, I guess Pete Carroll knew something. He was like, okay, you, you can say, go. It's He's saying okay. the Wembley Stadium. That would be England. Is it Wembley Stadium? I really thought they said Germany. We're playing in Germany. I, I guess I'm wrong. Oh, that's what. Yeah, I was trying to see where it is. But like yeah. Russell Wilson is, I think has uh, he's jumped the shark, as you some people yeah. say. He's he's I would say he's done. I tried to get that Denver Broncos fan to come on and talk with us, but uh, he chose not. If to. I've got a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah got, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out. I'll see if any of them will we, talk. Like, tell him we bring him on next week. Let's. I, you know, we got to talk to somebody about Broncos. Like, what is happening out there? I I feel I've got like, a buddy who's in Colorado this, who's a Broncos fan. He's really a Vikings fan, but right. he's also a Broncos fan. No, my, my, my daughter is a Broncos fan. She likes horses, so she's a Broncos fan. Right? <laughs> so so each week we, we do uh, we do like football math. We, we go over to see who teams won and who lost and what? what the scores were. And she's like, Daddy. The Broncos are losing. I don't want to watch. I'm not a Broncos fan anymore. <laughs> she doesn't want to be a Broncos fan anymore. And she can care less if it's her horse anymore. She's like, they're losing too many games. I don't want to be a fan anymore. <laughs> yeah. Birds it's, all day. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Gotta well, love it. it. It's it's great to see how Sirianni has his team. Um, I think I forgot to bring this up on the pod when we played the, uh, the Cardinals. I think we talked about it afterwards. But Sirianni, um, uh, during practice, um, Ertz um, – Ertz had said this, I guess, at a post-game uh, press conference, that Sirianni grades their practices, which holds uh, players accountable uh, during practice, which, you know, what you do in practice translates to what you do on the field during game day, right? So right. it's great to see that they have this type of mentality just in practice alone. Just if you're grading my practice, I don't want it. I think Hertz, uh, uh, Hertz's um, comment was, um, I didn't want to look bad in front of my peers because you know you get pointed out in in um, the film review of practice. Yeah. But it held it held them accountable. So I think that's another reason why this team is doing so good right now, and we're looking at uh, seven and zero today. Yeah, I you would know, say so too. I think it's good. I will say another thing I want to talk about just real quick. But I want to point out I was looking at the rest of the schedule for today. Now that we start off the morning with an absolute shit show, mm-hmm. uh, we got the Panthers playing the Falcons, who. You know, if the Falcons win this, they are leading their division. I think wow. e- if either e- if either one of them wins, they're in first place. <laughs> right. Oh, is it real? Oh my God, yeah, yeah. that would be so <laughs> abysmal. Right. Um, you've got the Raiders playing the Saints. The Raiders on paper were so so good. They were now, my obviously. I'm going to be rooting for the Raiders right now because I want the Saints yeah. to just. Absolutely we want that. We want that number one pick. We want that number one pick eventually, possibly. Right, right now, it's the fourth pick. Wouldn't yeah, it be okay. crazy? Hey, top five. Would it be I'll crazy? Would it be crazy if they had the first pick of the draft? Like Howie Rose and GM, crazy with that GM of the year of the century. GM, he's GM of the forever. Like he's, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Couple years ago, breaks on. We had a good year with the man. (laughs) Couple years ago. Not jumping on this bandwagon. Come on, (laughs) the guys guys delivered us a ring. I've had one good draft. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about Chip Kelly again? Please no. Uh, Please no. no. no, Please no. no. Mark, Mark Kelly has stepped into the room. Drafts. <laughs> he, he, he made some trades. His most recent draft is the only one that's been like or most recent one, maybe to have been acceptable. Bro, it's I'm not all in on saying he's the greatest GM ever, but he is making. I think he's learning. 
maybe he's got some people he's listening to now. I mean, like ten what years doing. Ten years as a GM, you better learn something. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean he, he kept uh, that job a long time. I don't know how he has kept his job this long. I, I've been when calling Kelly for his head here. for years. We, so we, I was I, shocked. I hate so, so know. But aside from that, I was going on with the, the, the schedule. We also have another bad game, Commanders and Colts. Yeah, and then of course the Niners Rams. To, you know. Hey, hey, what I tell you about Heineke last week? You guys laughed uh-huh. at me when I picked the Heineken twin. What I tell you? What I tell you? Hey, hey, hey! And if it wasn't if it wasn't for the Jags blowing that game, the Jags no, were like this close to winning that game poor, last. Your poor Jaguars! I don't know how they've lost that game. Your poor hey, Jaguars! Listen, they, I, have you, I have you in my phone as Jags. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, all we needed yeah. was the Jaguars and the Commanders and the and the and the uh, not sorry the, the Detroit the Detroit to beat the da- beat somebody and all three of them all three of them won. It's like no help, no help at all. Well, look at it this week. Uh, Cowboys play the Bears. Now the Bears yeah. did something phenomenal last week. I don't know who they put, against, yeah, to they win put the together game. a game. That was a game against, for the yeah. yeah. Patriots have one of the best defenses. So yeah. what happened? I ex- yeah. I doubt a repeat, so I'm sad to say I think the Cowboys win this week. Uh, are the Giants playing the Seahawks? That one, that I, feel be like, I feel like Geno might help us out here. See, yeah, yeah see, you know, especially in, game. in Seattle. Yeah. So yeah. we got a chance there. But the Colts, what are the Colts? Playing? I mean, do we? They they have a new quarterback. Yeah, they've benched Matt Matty Ice. Yeah, Matty Ice is done for the season. Yeah. yeah. And they went over Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's, That's uh, interesting. A sleeper pick for our listener today. If you're listening, you can make a bet. I think the the Jets are going to beat the Patriots today. I think. I, I think. Oh man, Hall's there. out. Hey, well, they, got, they got. They got. They did. They did get Jamal Robinson from the Jaguars. Right. I, I'm right. pretty sure you missed that they traded him, right, Miguel? I, you sad? No, no, no. I saw. It. I saw. It. I saw. It. I was. A little, I was a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> Etienne's <laughs> the better back. I've been saying it all season and telling people that Etienne's going to be the star of the end of the season. He's the better back. Hey, if I swear to touchdown, too. And uh, you know what? I'm going to, you know what? You want to give a little shout call? You know what? The Bears are on the magic, bro. Bears win this week. Yes, that'd <laughs> no be nice. The Bears. The Bears. Bears. Yo, Justin the Fields, Bears. I accidentally drafted you due to an auto draft. Do something with it this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I'll give my pick, my my score. I, now right. I usually go with the uh, the YouTube score. The YouTube score was unusual. The uh, Eagles jumped out to an early lead and then squandered it and uh, lost the game, forty to thirty nine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that because again, one, I'm not a Steelers fan. <laughs> and forty. <laughs> yeah. 40 from the from Pickett? Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. 40 interceptions or 40 touchdowns? <laughs> 40, <laughs> 40 points. 40 yards on or yeah, 40 yards total offense? Like what? <laughs> yeah, it was shocking cuz at one point in the game it was like 28 to 7 or 28 to 14 and That's they lost 40 to 39. I was it was unreal. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, look for uh look for the Houston game. It's it's how many points the Eagles can score on this on this team. Uh, so I don't think that's a, a I don't think that's a legitimate uh, score. So I'm gonna go with uh, hopefully they don't score all their points in the second quarter. Hopefully they can put together you know four quarters of football. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go big here. I'm gonna go like 35 to 17. I'm gonna go 35 to 17. I think that they're going to sack. I think Hassan Reddick is going to go insane because he's going to free run to the quarterback who how are you going to block four players that are the size of jordan davis fletcher cox joshua and robert quinn how are you going to stop those guys with with the line that the that the pittsburgh steelers have i don't know i don't see it happening I don't see it happening either no so i think hassan rank is going to have a few sacks today i think we're gonna like. I think you also we're gonna see a few interceptions because he's gonna start, you know, feeling that pressure, and he's gonna start picking, picking the, you know, he's gonna picking who, who's who Eagles D back is gonna catch an interception. Which one? Pick pick which one he's gonna have. I think Garner Johnson will have one. I think 
Bradbury I said spread the will. Everyone's going to have one. It's going to be a pick yes. party. It's totally going to be a pick party. Is Kenny Pickett the new Oprah? <laughs> you get a pick. You get a pick. You get a pick. Right. All right. So who who's scoring for us though, Mike? Who you got scoring for? If you're gonna put um, 35 points on the board. Well, yeah, because now it's the idea of the points for my fantasy team. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so AJ Brown's got three touchdowns. So AJ Brown's got three touchdowns. Javon uh, Smith has three touchdowns. Uh, and then uh, and then and then Jalen Hurts is definitely uh, running for two. So there it is, right there. That's all the points I need. Uh, good night on that game. That's uh, that's all I need. I need I need to score some points here. I'm all in on the Eagles for fantasy. Speaking of, because I only scored 55 points last week. I'm all in. I'm all in on the Eagles. I I went. I'm going against what I went when I started with. So it's all Eagles. I'm going to change my name to the Eagles on the on the team now. It's the Eagles now. Well, I've only got Goddard and da- and our defense on one of my fantasy teams. Uh, what's in our league? I'm trying to remember what I have on there. Do I even have an Eagle? Uh, I don't think you do. I uh, Philly D. Oh, you Philly D. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got a bench Claypool. He's playing the Eagles this week. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely bench him. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'll be. I'm hopefully just. Uh, you know, we just have this huge scoring frenzy, and that would help me out a lot. Yeah. You so need all the help you can in the get. Second quarter. I do, I do. All of them, all thirty-five points in the second quarter. <laughs> the second quarter. I, I really, I really, I really, I really hope not. I hope these points are spread up. all four quarters, man. I can't, I can't live on this second quarter shit anymore, man. Right? I can't, I can't right. do it. Uh, the best you have your voice. You still have your voice in the second quarter. It's the third quarter when you lose your voice. It's, it's like, come on. Right. The best second quarter in the entire NFL. Yeah, they've 118 points in the second quarter. That's ridiculous. That's we'll so lopsided. To, we'll add up to what, 142 this week? 136? Yeah, that's it. Like that's that. all we got to do. Well, you were right. Yeah. I think about two weeks ago, Mark, you said they were going to score like 22 points in the fourth, uh, second quarter, and they scored like 24. It's like, yep. it's, it's like that's, what that's what their team is. And hopefully that doesn't continue the second half of the season. I think they, they fixed that. I say we'll see. Did it change after the bye week? Do we now score fourteen in the second, fourteen in the third, and just keep the numbers right. the same? What that'd happens? be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go for that. I'll take I'll take ten ten a quarter. That would make me happy if we can get ten yeah. points per quarter. I like it. Yeah, I was going to say fourteen a quarter, but I'll take ten. I mean, I mean, how many games are you losing with forty points on the board? Let's be honest. You're not, so, you're not like, losing any games. Yeah, uh, so I'm okay if we do ten a quarter. It's ten crazy to say that. Sweet. It doesn't sound hard. Like. A touch, you get one touchdown and one field goal. Like, that's not yeah. much. And you're like, but no one scores 40 points a quarter. No. Like, or no. 40 points a game, like, on average. But yeah. it seems doable. Yeah, it does. So. And so maybe this is the week that it does happen. I mean, the Phillies are thriving. The Eagles yeah. are jiving. We got a lot going here in Philadelphia. Yeah. Got a lot that, going here in Philadelphia. Then now if the Eagles, you know, if the Eagles can – Feel the you know the presence of the Phillies fans in that stadium. Like if if Phillies fans show up to the link like they did oh, yeah. against the Padres, you're not going to be able to. It's the, the, the away teams are going to be just they're what what why even bother? Why even bother? Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, any last last uh, last minute uh, thoughts? Let's go. Let's go, Phils. Go what Birds. You- right. Yeah, what'd you guys think about the new stadiums that uh that were released? Uh, the new renderings for Tennessee and uh, well, what was the other thing? Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, really? Yeah, the Tennessee's yeah. stadium. I don't know if you've ever have you ever been to a Top Golf? Uh, not yes. yet. I want to. All right. Well, it looks exactly <laughs> like a Top Golf. <laughs> yeah, it does. Really? It does. Yeah. It yeah. Looks, yeah. It, like, sir, like, do a image search for Top Golf and then look at the Titan Stadium, and it looks exactly like a Top Golf. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, now I, Buffalo, it's a great. I, I just watched a uh, an art, a, a news article about their stadium. The uh, the the state's going to pay for most of it, and mm-hmm. it's still in Orchard Park. It's still in the middle of nowhere, and they're putting right. this like one point. What is it? One point three billion dollar stadium in the middle of nowhere, and and it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be a dome or anything. Yeah, that, that's 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 the thing that's shocking to me. Is that I kinda like it. It's it's nice, don't get me wrong, but you would think because Buffalo gets so many snowstorms, you would think that they would do something to 
you know, uh, put a dome over so they can hold so, Super so see, Bowls that, or they can that's hold. That's why I kind of like it. I like the idea of having like as much as like the the domes are cool. There's something about having weather in the games. It's just, I mean, I get if you want to have perfect, everyone should have a dome, and then it's okay. always the <laughs> no, same conditions. Yeah. But you know what? Some of the, my favorite games are those bad weather games. I mean, look at yeah. McCoy years ago, like like Detroit. Wait, Detroit. Yeah, that snow yeah. game in Detroit. Put on a show. You yeah. don't get that if the snow's there. I was supposed to go to that game. Uh, I remember. Game. I just remember watching that game. That was some game. Yeah. Um, the reason why they, I, they I, aren't I, doing a dome, the reason why they're not doing a dome, is because the infrastructure, the Buffalo infrastructure, wouldn't be able to handle the amount of people that would ascend on Buffalo for a Super Bowl. That's the only reason why they're not doing a dome. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they can't. They, 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 I, I there's too much say, money for the infrastructure to do that. I just looked at the renderings of both. I kind of really like the look of Tennessee. That outdoor patio area, it looks like that could be really nice. Right, because uh, Top Buffalo Golf is nice. They're rendering, <laughs> they're rendering in the snow, which makes it look amazing. Uh, the side of the stadium looks good. I will say, I was reading a thing the other day about like why NFL stadiums are small in comparison to others. I don't buy it. Like, I was reading a thing, like, you know, have you noticed, besides like um, the, uh, the garden, or not the garden, what's it called? Uh, Meadowlands. Yeah, mm-hmm. Meadowlands and uh, AT&T Stadium. Everything's under 80,000. You know, yeah. I think ours is technically 69. We get 72 in there from time yeah. to time with standing. But like, I was reading, because, you know, you see like Penn State with 104 or Michigan with like 118. Like, oh, well, colleges have that bigger fan base. I, don't buy it. It. I no. think you put, you put a 100,000 person, 100, person stadium in Philly. It's sold out still. Yeah. Eagles fans are going to go. You're making tickets a little more affordable for the rest of us. I'm yeah. going to more games. Yeah. yeah, I don't see any problem with it. I, I think 100. percent If we ever rebuild the link and it's sub 100,000, we fire the owner. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to get rebuilt under Lord. But do, but do you no. put a dome? Do you make it a dome in Philly? I wouldn't want one. Again, I like the atmosphere. I almost think like you know how like okay. you have the little retractable sections. roof. Retractable. See, I get. I like having that section where I can see the city skyline. Like when the last game I went to, we played Pittsburgh. Actually, I went to the preseason last year, and I'm sitting there in the seats, and I'm like, I'm looking at the Philly skyline. I'm looking at the birds. I'm like, I'm in Philly. This feels yeah. good. If we want to hold Super Bowls, I don't know. I'd rather just win them. I don't give a shit where they're played. <laughs> I just want. Win. I just want to win them. They don't need to be held here because I, I don't want other teams to come here and be like. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Not in my city or not. Get out. Right. You right. Know, I'd rather yeah, not host Super Bowl. True. I get yeah, it. That's a good point. I, I like it. that point. That's I just think point. like with the, with the Sixers trying to move into downtown Philly, I feel like that move alone kind of is it's going to want to make the other sports teams move closer into the city. So. I don't think anyone else can. There's just not enough space. I think yeah, there's, you barely might enough space. The there's barely enough space for that steam that they're going to squeeze I, in there. I, I think yeah. the Welly might get in. I would like to see a nice rebuild. I mean, I just did a really big update, so they won't do a rebuild. But in the next 20 years or so, they will. I think they yeah. could make some changes there for the link. But again, we, uh, that's what we've been doing, just making upgrades. I don't think anything else is going to change there. There's not really any room in the city. I mean, remember, there's no parking for the Sixers. Yeah. You got to park yeah. somewhere else in the city and walk there, which like great if you live in the city. If you don't, well, that's, they're going to put a, a station. They're going to put like a subway stop at the stadium. Well, yeah, they should. Yeah, but it's, so, I mean, there's, that's still not going to help everyone. It's going to be, it, it, you know, and like Joel Embiid is going to be like thirty-five, I think, yeah. or thirty-six <laughs> when he when when they do when it, when they do move in, and it's like he's definitely going to be on his way out of the city. It's. It's gonna be. It's. I. I, I think it's poor timing. They. They should have done it a lot sooner. And, than and another thought of do. mine, going back to what I just said about the dome. You think about just our Super Bowl. The Vikings came here. We beat them, and then went into their home, and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was great. How, that was great. <laughs> if that ever happened, to I would be disgusted. I yeah. couldn't. I don't want that. Don't. Don't dome us. Don't bring the Super Bowl here. Just bring the rings here and we win them. Yeah, That's can you imagine all those years when like the Eagles would lose to the the NFC Championship game and like one of those years when the the Super Bowl would have been in Philadelphia and like they lost the NFC Championship game? Yeah, that would not be cool. No, I'd die. Yeah, yeah. heartbroken. I you, think got other, point, you got a point. So other cities are built for that because they can really they care about their team, but they don't really care about their team. 
So. You know, there's you a like, big difference. Like the commanders. Yeah. Right. Daniel Snyder. Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, look at the last few cities to host a Super Bowl. I mean, besides Minnesota, like you're getting the Super Bowls hosted in Atlanta. When's the last time? I mean, yeah, Atlanta had that 28 to 3 stupid whatever game that was. That killed their Atlanta career. Hasn't, yeah, Atlanta hasn't been <laughs> talked about. Arizona's hosting one. When's the last time Arizona was in the talks for a Super Bowl? Like, let them host. They're, that's all the good. They've never they been get. in a Super Bowl. The Cardinals. Oh, they have. They've been in they one. Were, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. One. Didn't they yeah. win it? No. No. Okay. I remember they've never won a Super Bowl. They've made. They lost to the Steelers. The, that was a year Kurt uh, Warner took them, right? Yeah, but they lost. They lost to the Steelers. Yeah. Well, look at the Tampa Super Bay. Bowl. The first time ever, Tampa Bay was in the Super Bowl in their own stadium. That was the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. But there's more games to be played in Tampa where they don't win a Super Bowl. So, <laughs> Right. And now you see the curse. See how bad yeah. they are now. Yeah. I mean, uh, Tampa, the years back when I was a kid, was with uh, Warren Sapp and Allstop. Weren't they like – they were like the biggest flip in NFL history because they won a Super Bowl with like a 15-win season one year, and the very next season they won like one game. Yeah. Well, the, like, the Tampa Bay is notorious for just having terrible teams. It's crazy. Yeah. And the terrible uniforms, the orangicles. Uh, cre- yeah, the creepsicle. Creepsicles. <laughs> They're talking about bringing that back for like you know one of those throwback uniforms. I'm they sure. I'm sure the they Patriots. will. They did it for the Patriots. I think they're doing. Actually, I think the Patriots are doing it this year with uh, they did it with that guy. They did it. Already. The red oh, okay. one. Yeah, oh, okay. White helmet. Yeah, with a guy helmet. with a guy on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so enjoy the game, guys. I think this was a this was a good podcast. I think uh, next week we'll be talking about. It's going to be an early podcast where we'll have uh, an early early release on Wednesday night when we play the Texans Thursday on Prime Prime Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, so keep a uh, keep a lookout for that early uh, early drop podcast and also. Uh, on Tuesday, our release of the simulation between the Texans and Eagles. Let's do it. That'll do Let's it for do us. It. Go Birds. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Fly, Eagles. Go all Philadelphia. Let's go. All Philadelphia. Go Philly. Championship week for some teams. Let's do it. Yeah.